Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is with my name is Ben Lomas, and with me is Maria himself, Durek Jai Singer. I don't know why that song is stuck in my head. Have you been to church? Is that is that the reason? Well, I should have. Hey, we are recording in the second week of Jan after yeah. Christmas and New Year's. You'd think I would have gone to church, but no. When was the last time you went to church? Mm, I think I did uh, a gig there. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I, I think I did. I was at a church for AA, maybe? AA? Yeah, okay. One AA meeting. Did you do in a church? I think so. I was next to a church, like a community like sort of center. Oh, no, my friend's wedding last year, pa- Pat and Sarah's wedding. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, that's in church. So no, they're Catholic, church. Catholic, Protestant? I, 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 Muslim? I, I don't know. I was just there to look handsome. <laughs> okay, yes, yeah, so you were wearing a suit. Tick. I can't. I think the last time I was at church was, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> a funeral. Okay, that doesn't really help. Oh, I think. Fun. Yeah, yeah, fun. Yeah, right. Yeah, put the fun in funeral. Um, yeah, I so, so which uh, I always find a bit creepy because, like, would you? Well, I always think when you're at a church, therefore mm-hmm. the person who you're paying your last respects to is mm-hmm. going to get buried. Nine out of ten times. Usually, yeah. Usually. Yeah, so, yeah, would yeah. you be would you be buried or cremated? Bird. Bird. Uh, <laughs> uh, <sorry>. Bird. <laughs> you be buried. Um, yes. Uh, I would love to be cremated for a very specific reason. I don't want to wake up. Yeah. Oh, mate. I'm exactly the same. <laughs> I've thought about it so many times. Where you're just down there and then you just wake up. I think I'll be more uh, like. Like, I'd wake up to the fire screaming, and that'll be over soon. Yeah. As opposed to waking up going, no, 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 no. I'm no. still here, I'm still here. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Because that scene in Kill Bill is just so, where she's in the coffin and she yeah. hears the dirt, just, ah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, horrifying. There's a, uh, I think there's a Twilight Zone story where this guy is trying to escape, or this guy and girl trying to escape or whatever from prison, and the plan was that, you know, she hides in the coffin, uh, a coffin, and then, you know, he comes and digs her out. And then she's waiting in there with the lighter. She's like, oh, I wonder who this is. And she lights it and realizes it's the guy who's meant to bury her, uh, to dig her out. It's oh, <laughs> no. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, Bit of an admin issue. So, uh, yeah, so I've had that fear, I think, that phobia, being buried alive for a while. Do you, uh, do I, you, do you have any phobias? Uh, believe it or not, this is going to sound like I'm just doing it as a joke. <laughs> Uh, I have a fear of public speaking. <laughs> You're a dickhead. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, that's, I framed it by saying I know this is going to sound like a joke, but it's it a does. Genuine. It does. No, but it's a genuine. It's a genuine fear. So, you, so if so, say if so, stand up. You're fine. No, stand up. I am now fine. Like yep. public speaking is a phobia of mine that I got rid of by doing it there so often. Yeah. Right. And then when we had lockdown. And we didn't perform for a while. When I got up back up on stage, my hands started shaking and my legs started shaking. I realized, yeah. oh, that's right. I have a phobia. I'd just yeah. been doing it so long that I'd forgotten that I was afraid. Well, they say that because I had a phobia of heights. Mm. And then I was doing some work for Weight Watchers. And one of them is we had to take two ex-fatties out on a balloon trip. Is that the official term? <laughs> that's, that's the WW official term, ex-fatties. And uh, so it was a couple. And we had to do a surprise. Like it, was like it was for her and the husband, but we had to surprise her at like four o'clock in the morning because we were taking on a hot air balloon ride. And so I was out the front with like a camera crew going, oh, here we go. And then she was already ready waiting at the driveway. So it's like her husband already told her. So it was like, like she already knew the surprise and then she had to pretend it was a surprise. Yeah. Anyway, we're filming. We're getting in the hot air balloon. I have totally forgotten 
I'm scared of heights. And then as the balloon goes up in the air, I remember I've got a fear of flights and then I lose all feeling flights, in my legs. Fear of airplanes. <laughs> just, yeah. And then I, my legs just go so wobbly that the person I'm supposed to be interviewing and giving them the experience is actually holding me up. <laughs> oh, wow, really? Luckily you'd lost a weight. Yeah. <laughs> so, and so then we went up. And, we, and I don't know if you've been. Have you been in a holiday balloon? Don't think I have. I feel like I have a memory of one, but I'm pretty sure I haven't. Maybe because, like, especially if you're like in a park, it just shoots up so quickly, like it's crazy. So I see hot air balloons every morning uh, because from my building, oh, of course. and it looks really inviting. It looks really nice, but apparently you've got to go there early, and there's a whole bunch of things. Right? Oh yeah, there's heaps. Like you, yeah. you're there before, and then and then because you, you do it so you can see the sunrise. Oh, and so you see it, and it looks it makes the city look really beautiful. And then usually. Oh cut across the city and then they live in my building you can see the sunrise anyway (laughs) and then go back to sleep and go back to sleep yeah but then after that not scared of heights right right there you go so that's the thing so i'm not joking when i say i have fear of public speaking uh uh, i just have learned to manage that fear yeah that's the difference but the other phobias i have is i have a phobia called uh uh, trip tryptophobia i believe it's called and it sounds again doesn't it's not a joke but too many trips in a year no uh (laughs) it's a fear of holes of (laughs) No, I'm serious. It's so a, your nightmare is a glory hole? Not quite. It doesn't quite work like that. I love a glory hole. But uh, no, um, it's holes in nature. So like... Oh, like uh, like a sinks, stuff like that. Like No, 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 no. It's weird. It's really like... If you Google tryptophobia, there are certain images that pop up that I can't look at that make me go... Like a hole. So it's basically like plants that have little holes in them, um, certain human conditions. Like if someone like is like lent on, say, some gravel, yeah, and then they look at and they show it to me that 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 sort of like crumpet looking vibe yeah. of it that that creeps me out. That is so weird it's, and fascinating. T r y p t o phobia, tryptophobia, I believe. And yeah, so it just makes me go. Bleh. Uh, and uh, apparently there's a few people in the world that have it. It's There's no rhyme or reason. There's some theories that it's to do with evolution where if there's a hole, there might have been a snake in there so to protect you from it. It's trying to, like, say, don't go near the hole. There might be, like, worms and shit that might attack you. But either way... Um, <laughs> so, you went from snake to worms. Well, you know, just any kind of creature. You know what I mean? Like, the, the idea what? that it's, that it's in the unknown. So it's really because I, I, have, I, I, I have a fear of spiders. Arachnophobia. Yeah, so arachnophobia. So, if, if you but remember, you love a rack, though. Yeah. <laughs> Both kinds. <laughs> the white line ones, as well as. No, I think I'm the old um, No, so that was the thing. So I've just come back from uh, my camping holiday with my family. Doing racks. Uh, doing racks. Uh, the roof rack. Do you have roof racks? The, the, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Roof racks plus the bucket. So I had the bucket last year. So it's a big, it's a big bucket. So you can store everything on and then put a tarp over it. Like there was more stuff on my roof rack than there was in my boat. Oh, okay. Right. So when you go, you just have to do it. And then this year, because uh, it turns into a bit of a festival, went to a national park with uh, ended up being sixty five adults and forty nine kids. Like it was pretty much a should mini have been, festival. Should have been forty five kids and sixty nine adults. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was it was amazing. But that's where my fear of um fear of spiders, arachnophobia comes up. Now, I didn't experience it this time, but I did see it where a friend of mine, James, um, as we were over his campsite, I was like, uh, okay, guys, uh, yeah, should we head down to the beach? Yeah, no problems. And his uh, T-shirt was on the line, put his T-shirt on, and when he went to go into his tent, we were like, James, stop, stop. 
There was a hand, huntsman bigger than my hand mm. just on the back of his T-shirt. Mm. And it was just the biggest spider I think I've ever seen in my life. Like it was fucking massive. Even for a huntsman, it was just so huge. And it was just like, and, and then I, it, free, it just gave me the heebie-jeebies. And then like um, his partner, Taz, just came home and just whacked it off. And I was just like, oh, okay, cool. And then I heard this. Oh, she took out of the spider. Yeah, she... <laughs> That's one of their sex games. But, but then another friend of mine, Kai, was saying that she did this where a kid, another kid from another family, comes up and she goes, hi, can I have a cookie? And when she was staring at him, there was a gigantic, she didn't, there's nothing scary. She, there's a gigantic spider just on the side of her face, just sitting there. What? Yeah, and because kids, they had. Your face dad? Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, she's part of a gang. I'm yeah. in a four and stuff. But it was like a massive spider. And Kai saw that and was just like, oh my God. Now, kids don't know this because they've got food. When they're camping, they're so grubby and they've got stuff all over them, salt, they couldn't feel it. And it was just sitting there. She's like, can I have a cookie? And she goes, I didn't recognize the spider. And that's even more fucked. If you can't recognize the spider, it was some hairy fuck off thing, then you're like, holy shit, this could be super venomous. It could be something. Uh, okay, sorry. I, sorry, I misunderstood when you said you couldn't recognize a spider. You meant you couldn't recognize the type of yeah, spider. Yeah, you couldn't right? recognize the but type you, of spider. I was like, you looked at it, it goes, oh, what is that? Is that a, <laughs> is that, is that a hippopotamus? <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, what do you got? But then she did this. So she's like, hey, honey. So the guy's like, hey, Louis, you want a biscuit? Yeah, sure. Hey, I just want to just say sorry for what I'm about to do. She's like, what? And then just whacked her in the head and just knocked <laughs> spider off his head. Off her head. I just, I it just, can't be the right way to deal with that situation. Well, it's just, you gotta, you just got to flick it off. You I just, know, but that kid... Like, yeah, but the kid's just like, the kid's like, I know, but what else are you going to do? You can't just, hey, look, like, unless you're one of those freaks, which there were a couple on the, the campground who could just have a spider run over their hand, you know, those fucking outdoor types where, you know, he's like, oh, hang on, I'll just put my hand here, I'll climb on my hand. Hi, Mr. Spider, what the fuck's your name? Like, you know, those those outdoor kind wow. of people. What? Okay, so you're meant to just flick it. So you have to just flick it off. Um, if you miss and you accidentally, <laughs> like, give it a good nudge and it stays on there. Then you're fucked. Because they're going to stink. They're going to just jam their fucking venom into your face. And then, because that's the thing, like, because so, it was so funny because on the first night, there was a kid There was a kid who got stung by a bull ant and those freaking big ass bull ants, like she just was walking through the back part of it and just stepped in a nest and just got bitten. And she's screaming and crying. And lucky we had two pediatricians down there, which was the best. It was the, on the campground, there's like two pediatricians. We're like, ah, oh, we're all fine. But when there's like pretty much what is a festival of 114 people, they were just continually getting asked, like, uh, this happened to me, uh, this happened, a bull ant. But my friend Jules got bitten by a bull ant, foot swelled up to well, like... His head looks like it's been bitten by a bull ant. <laughs> I know, Jules. <laughs> but I was just like, just huge, like just a massive foot. And I was just like, oh, and then he's like, oh, do I need to go? And then it started going up his leg. And I was like, oh, I have an infection. He's like, no, 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 it'll die down, ice it. But it was insane. Like, Can I just say, it sounds like a wonderful holiday. <laughs> ah, ah, it was. Like really great. Where was, where was the last time you went camping? Uh, in South Africa. And a show called <laughs> I'm a Celebrity Kicked Me Out of here. That's not... If anything, that's what? glamping. That's glamping. Sorry, what would ca- classify as camping to you? Uh, a tent and no camera crew. <laughs> Forget the camera crew. <laughs> did I have to start my own fires? Yes, yes, I did. Did we have to cook our own fucking food using those fires? Yes. yes. Did we have to sleep outdoors? Yes. Did we have to shit in a fucking bucket? Yes. Well, thank you. I think that counts as camping. And it, was there a production team to make sure everything was okay? 
Not all the time. No, okay, so they weren't there. There's a, of course, there's a production crew. The production team did do, do their best, but there were still fucking snakes. There were still like mites and baboons attacking Nikki Osborne and all kinds of shit that <laughs> went down. I'm not saying it's not. Uh, it's not camping, but it is. It's it, still camping. This is my thing. I don't, don't, don't start. I Look, don't know. Here's the thing. There's definitely elements of it that are uh, make it safer. Than say if you're just going out on your own. Totally. Right? But there was deliberate things as well there to make it as real as possible. Well, I it's mean, actually your character was similar because I did have a diary room in my tent where I just sat there and talked to myself. Well, I had a diarrhea room uh, <laughs> as well because of the fucking food. I um, no, I, it still it still got the main broad strokes of camp. Yes, yes, no, no I totally agree. I mean, like it, it does. Literally, you're showering in a fucking outdoor shower. You, oh, that was a big win for me because the side had no running water but then someone brought in 3,000 litres so we all chipped in and so we what? got a three that yeah this is 3, crazy 3,000 litres so so because there was there was all this so last year we all chipped in an extra bucks we have two extra sites sounds awful where we just have a campsite so we all chuck in 80 bucks then that gets someone drops off firewood so we don't so we've got our firewood so we can have camp uh, uh, fires at night then we this time we paid extra money to have 3,000 litres uh, of uh Water, so then you don't have to because you always have to bring your own water mm. in. So then, uh, then we had 3,000 liters, and then with that, I bought myself an outdoor shower, which is like a big Hessian sack with a shower. So then I either could fill it up with water or go down to the creek, and then I set myself up a little shower. So at the end of the day, I could wash off all the salt water with an outdoor shower. Mm-hmm. My second outdoor shower, yeah, because you have one at home as well now, <laughs> which I don't think we've spoken about. I don't think you have. Tell us the listeners, the we, um, we're not spoken about it off, uh, off. we have to, so uh. Uh, big news, listeners, is my sauna has arrived. My sauna has arrived. Um, now, it was a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. It's it, not the first time I've heard that. <laughs> what no, a no. gift of mine is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so good. So good. Um, so, but Came in just, parts as well, and you have to assemble it yourself. <laughs> but no, no. So, so I don't forget my train of thought. So we were going to leave to go camping on the 4th, but it was shit weather in Melbourne. I didn't want to set up the tent in the rain, which is good because then my sauna arrived and it was this big, big fuck-off truck. And what I was going to do is I actually was going to leave that day. I was going to leave a note for my uh, neighbours going, hey, Small package arriving. Uh, when it arrives, do you mind just putting it in my hallway? Thank God I didn't do that because what arrived was four massive flat packs. One of them is like 150 kilos. Wow. And it took forever to get it all the way out the backyard. One didn't fit through the house. We couldn't get the truck around <laughs> the Your lane. wife must love me. Ah, oh, she's like, because now, now we've got, like, now I had to take it apart and then take each section through the house uh, with her... <laughs> Having to carry it and taking breaks. He was like, fuck, this better be worth it. So when we were going there, um, and then I was like, then we get there. But now they're all outside. Now, I'm not handy. I'm the least handy person in my group of friends. So I now... I'm a guy who gets, uh, um, you know, air tasks could have come and put my IKEA flat packs together. I don't... (laughs) That's brilliant. You save yourself yourself money. Well, saving myself time. Like, I earn money so I can buy more time. Yeah. To do the things I actually want to do. Yeah. Which is eat pasta and watch YouTube clips. Yeah. So, uh, So this one... So I've got a friend coming over on the 24th. 
he'll bring his kids, my kids will play it, and then we'll put it together. But before that, I was like, I wasn't expecting I've been looking at an outdoor shower. So I've been checking out garden hoses and stuff at Bunnings. I was like, I was going to make my own makeshift one. Minka, my daughter, is looking at the Aldi catalogue and then just starts screaming, Daddy, 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 look, an outdoor shower. I was like, fucking yes. So one that you saw. Straight in front of your kid. (laughs) I actually have been a bit. She pulls me out. She's like, Dad, use the F word. I was like, oh, fucking. And then so now outside, uh, bolted to the ground all the way out the back, I have a rainwater outdoor shower. So it collects when it rains. It no, no, it's sort of it's that big head, so it feels like you're raining when you stand underneath it. Oh, I love that! Amazing, love that. Yeah, so it's just like I now big fan of those shower heads. For the last two weeks, um, excluding one day, all cold showers at the back, and I uh, in heaven. Isn't it the fucking? It's the best. Because I would start, I think it was September 1st is when I first started doing cold showers. And I've kind of acclimatized. Like, I'm I'm curious to see whether what will happen peak winter again, whether it changes or not. But right now, like these days, you know, I don't stay more longer than five minutes. But yeah, straight cold as soon as the morning kicks off. It's a way to fire me up. And I've actually been doing it twice. So sometimes I do it in the morning Mm. and then I'll do it in the evening. Mm. And then especially when the cricket's been on, I just put on the cricket. And so what I've done is I've built a little shelf Mm. and a couple of hooks. So it just looks like an outdoor bathroom. Oh, okay. So right, it's like right. I've got my soaps and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And a, you know, a little scrubber and then the hook for the towel. Right. So winter is going to be the tester. That's going to be the big tester. That's why I was kind of giggling when you're talking about this sauna that's finally come in, right? Because yeah. Melbourne's weather has been 37, 32 <laughs> degrees. I mean, did you but, need one? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I think by the time we – so I set up on the 24th and then I get uh, my brother-in-law who's an electrician come in and hook it up. And then hopefully by the end of this month, maybe mid-feb the latest – the outdoor shower, the sauna will finally all be Ben's outdoor spa. Oh my god, amazing! Doing a Patreon episode from there? Yes, we are. <laughs> a live Patreon episode. A live one. So, what do you bring an audience to come and watch us? Yeah, sweaty? just three people in a chair. They, they, they can look through the window. To be fair, every time we're on stage, we're pretty sweaty. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, so because yeah, of so, my fear of public speaking, you as well. <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, that was the question. Will, do we do the when we do an episode in the sauna? Do we do it nude? Why does it have to be nude? I've been nude with Tommy Dassolo. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, you can be nude with me. I suppose. I just, there's just something about you that creeps me out. You've been wanting to get me naked for some of the time this podcast started. Well, oh, here's a tip. I don't like being naked in front will, of other people. Speaking of tips, that's one of the things that I love to introduce you to. Uh, the, um, I, 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 to be honest, I don't like I have friends who have no issue with it. Yeah. But it's so aren't funny. You European, aren't Europeans all about the nude? Yeah, they are. But I, I just, yeah, it's for something. It just doesn't. Sit, it doesn't sit well with me. Well, where are you sitting? <laughs> are you sitting on your friend's lap? <laughs> no, I'm sitting on the actual sauna. My ass is burning. <laughs> um, yeah. So, no, Yo, well, towels, 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 towels are good. Yeah. But then you open it up. Like Why if you, you never, open it up? Well, oh, that's boy, the thing because then you kind of want to lie down on it. Like, no. Uh, oh. No, see, this is when I do the sauna in my place, right? You, yeah. I obviously have to keep my. Um, well, yeah, you can't get nude in that. No, no. Oh well, actually, maybe now we can because of COVID, we have to book it out, and you get the whole place to yourself now. Oh. Yeah. Until so, the next person's in line knocks on the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, actually, you can stay there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I have a towel, and I'll wear the towel loosely, and but I'll still cover the crotch. Do you then get? But once you do it, do you then shower up there and get changed, or do you wait until you get down to your apartment? I mix it up. Generally, I try and I try to remember to shower, like just just you know have a quick shower, or whatever, but not with soap or anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah Just yeah. like a rinse, really, and then go to my shower and shower. 
Because I've been timing the outdoor shower, so now I can do comfortably five minutes in the in, in the outdoor shower, the, the cold, cold shower. shower. Yeah. And then, I mix it up between like uh, first two minutes is brushing my teeth anyway. You know what I mean? So it yeah, 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 so yeah. So then yeah. I've only got three minutes to, uh, you know, rinse the, put soap on the body and then oh, about a minute to put for the butthole. Outside. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. <laughs> I just got that. Yeah, I know. I just suddenly <laughs> just like... Interesting. He just let the one slide. Yeah, no. Uh, but then I was like getting excited. Because... My finger up my butt. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, the, but the thing is, we'll have a first order. But also, what's really interesting is like I'm still not shying away from having a drop pool as well. So I'm still, I'm still thinking about having an old bath. Like the kids love having a bath outside. This would be great because this that we got this on audio. So when you and your partner get divorced. <laughs> She has specific moments. She can keep the bath. She, no, well, she has a moment to pinpoint where the marriage came under. I know, I know. When you got an outdoor shower, a, a sauna, and then it's like, yeah, I'm going to get a, a drop pool as well. But, but, yeah, great. Yeah, but she's generally embarrassed about the outdoor shower. She's like, I don't mind an outdoor shower, but it looks like an outdoor bathroom. Like, because I made a little shelf out of wood. So I made a little, yeah. made a little shelf. So then I've got my, my uh, conditioner and my shampoo. And my body wash. Chuck a bathtub in there as well while you're at it. Yeah, I know, I know. But the thing about it as well, it is so nice to nice. shower with room. Oh, uh, room. Outdoor. So just in, oh. in the jungle, uh, the mighty jungle, uh, the um, outdoor shower was one of my favorite things. The girls hated it; like they started crying and stuff because it was so cold. But uh, so it was no, so no hot water. No, 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 no. Yeah, good. They've been camping. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, but I loved it. I loved it. And the first couple of nights I kept the jocks on just because I know that's like, there's a camera to protect me. Yeah. Uh, but, you know. But, just... they, but the camera would be at the top. They wouldn't be filming the whole. Mate, the whole fucking. Really? It, yeah, it's for in case a fucking leopard shows up and bites your balls off. <laughs> oh, no, no. Starts giving you a back rub. Hmm, how's that going? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, yeah. he, he, he you missed a spot and wink wink. <laughs> uh, or it just knocks the soap out of your hand. You better pick that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so really, so so did did the girls keep all their bathers on the whole time? Uh no, I think some of them But when you were watching. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but I believe that there's the well you actually I'm pretty sure there's footage of Ryan um um showering nude. Uh, it is his butt. That, yeah, that, okay. went, that went to air. I don't, surprisingly, none of my nude footage went on air. <laughs> strange. Actually, no, my butt did make it to air because uh, I did a, um, I tried to get on a uh, pool um, pizza. Oh, ah, yeah, 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 pizza, yeah. And then in that process, my uh, pants came down. I think you saw my butt crack. Yeah, no, totally. And see, and that swim, you, how, how often did you jump into that? Oh, mate, like not often enough. We tried to do daily, but occasionally there'd be, occasionally there'd be snake issues. They'd be like find a snake yeah, in the yeah. area so they wouldn't let us go and things like that until they can clear it out. Well, this is what we also had at the campsite where um, it was full. Of, I didn't see it, but two kids started yelling out, snake, snake, snake. And then in the middle of the campsite, a king brown snake just walt, just just went through. And that is in the top 10 deadly snakes in the world. And you're just like, fuck. Well, you know what? i got to be honest with you. I was kind of like joking-ish at the start, but I seriously think this sounds like horrendous, a horrendous idea for a holiday. It's now tell me, the best. So, so tell me, give me the counterpoints. Okay. Give me why having a brown snake going through that is not a problem. Having someone get eaten by a bull ant uh, <laughs> and uh, get his leg amputated. Getting a child having a fucking spider swatted off their face when they're asking for a cookie. <laughs> 
right? A massive huntsman on someone's back. Just... That's good. It's true. It, it... This is only the four. I'm sure there's going to be heaps more incidents. There, there is heaps more. There, there are more actually yeah. incidents. But the best thing about camping yeah. is probably for me is the kids have the best time of their life. Well, get them a fucking Xbox. No. See, this is the thing. If you're at a beach house or you're at home and you've got all the entertainment facilities, there is a period where you will get bored. When you are camping, the kids are never bored. It is crazy. Like, Because we haven't visited friends at a beach house and they're like, oh, what are we going to do now? Not once. Did the kids say that? Because they'll find friends that they can hang out. They go down the creek. You're swimming at the beach. You're making sandcastles. You're flying a kite. Uh, you're watching po- another friend getting put down after being <laughs> bitten by a snake. Um, well, um, and the other one, and also it's the whole setup. Like because the setup, like once you do, because we bought a new tent. We bought a nine person tent. Someone did that a good 2020. Mate, it was, it was, you know, sure, you know, it had no work, but why not splash out on a brand new Coleman tent? And they are the best. Coleman. Nine, nine person. Nine person. So it's so big. So you got two rooms plus a middle room. So me, so we had our separate wings. So we had our separate wings. And there's a middle bit. So there's three sections. And the best bit is I can stand up and walk throughout the whole tent without it touching my head. Mm. That was, that was the big winner. Because you know when you're bending down a tent and, and trying to like, and it just didn't matter. And you had room, and so the kids had in a separate place, and we had a separate place. It was, it was the best. The thing I didn't like it. It took four days to pack for that fucking camping trip. Of course, it, did. it took so many. But once you get there, okay. and you set it up, and all you have to do, and your phone goes dead. My phone went dead. Best thing ever. Phone goes dead. Your biggest concern is which beach are we going to swim at? What part of my book am I going to read? And what are we going to have for lunch? That and it's seriously, everything slows down. Because as a kid, I went camping once, and after it, my mum said, "We are never camping again." That's really racist. Uh, no, I'm Dutch. <laughs> okay, I'm allowed to do the accent. Okay. How does your mum? Is that how she talks? She talks like this. <laughs> <laughs> She's uh, lived in the country for uh, approximately uh, thirty years, and yeah, uh, wow. and she sounds like this. So Ian sounds like that as well. Nah, because he's Australian, mate. So he was born here. No, he was. He was. Oh, yeah, he was born here, but then uh, went to uh, follow my mum back to Holland, and then and learned how to speak it fluently. Credit oh, to so it. he brought the Dutch lady back with him. Yes, yes, right, right. in okay. the 70s. But she's still hung onto the accent. Yeah, you you'll meet Dutch people who migrated here when they were thirteen. Uh-huh. And you, and I've I've met them at like festivals uh, at Dutch festivals. That's right, <laughs> I've been to Dutch festivals. Wow, talk about your glamping. <laughs> and then I remember meeting a guy. He's like, a, uh, yeah, good day. My name's Chet Young. I was like, oh, nice to meet you, Gretchen. And he's like, I was like, and I started speaking Dutch. Gretchen, like, right? Gretchen, uh, no, that's, that's the name. What's the anglicized version of it? Oh, it'd just be John. You get rid of it. Oh, it'd be. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> like, no, 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 fair enough. Yeah. Uh, and I go, hey. Sean in Irish, I didn't realize it was John. What? S E A N, Sean, is the Irish version of the Anglo name John. The same wow, way. I didn't know Juan that. Juan is for Spanish. You know Juan as John. Yeah, I, I was yeah, just hanging out yeah. with Juan at camping for like yeah. the last. Yeah, so Sean is John. So Juan, Sean, and John, John are all the same name. Yeah, and I think uh, what is the other one? Well, the classics are like you know Yusuf and Joseph. Yeah, okay, that one. You know the yeah. Arabic version is Yusuf, and yeah, there you go. Uh, Ahmed and Maddie. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. Um, so I met him and I was like, and I started speaking Dutch. I was like, uh, hello, okay, Ben, alles goed. And he goes, sorry, mate, don't speak Dutch. <laughs> and I was with like, that accent. yeah, with that accent. And I was like, what? And then someone was explaining to me that so many people migrated over here when they were like in their early teens to assimilate more. They said no Dutch. Uh-huh. But and they hung on to the accent. But they hung on to the accent. They really fucked up assimilation. Absolutely. So they hung on the accent. And so and so now a lot of them are in nursing homes. This is I'm not making this shit up. A lot of them in nursing homes. Alzheimer's kicks in. After 50-odd years, they switch back to Dutch. Mm. And then the families can't understand what they're saying, so they have to have translators in. Oh, my God. That's so beautifully tragic. I know, because it's amazing that your brain's still hot. You can't access it. I mean, assimilation is such a gross word sometimes, and here's a great example where someone suppressed their childhood, like, you know, knowledge to try and fit in. And yet you still sound ridiculous for your whole life. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to say it like that. Uh, but okay, so your mum said we're never going camping again. Yeah, so as a kid, I never got to. I, I never got to do it. Teach me to do the accent. Uh, never, yeah. we're never going. What? I've never gone camping again. We're never going camping again. You sound, sound like, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> Get to the chopper, Benjamin. <laughs> oh, that's better. That's better. Uh, um, so we we never went camping, and also most of our holidays. Do my mum's accent. <laughs> <laughs> and cut out. Oh, now people are going to think you did it and then edit it out. I did not do it. I repeat, I did not he do did, it. He did it. He wobbled his head. He faced Mecca as he was saying it. What is the No. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to um, be back. Uh, it's, it, it is good to be back. Um, no, so I never got to go camping. But also, a bit like you, um, is the only time ever there was a break between work, we'd go back to mum's home country. Which is so, Carlton. <laughs> which is north. No. no. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. To go back to the Netherlands. So we never, because most of our holidays were spent, we'd save up and go overseas. And mm. back in the 80s, even the early 90s, it was so expensive. Like yeah. it was like the whole wage, you had to go everything and then you go over there. And so right. now it's a little bit more affordable. But then again, I mean, we don't know when are we going to go back next. So. Well, that's not something I've been thinking about at all. <laughs> I'm so glad. You thanks for reminding me. It's not something I constantly wake up and go to sleep with. Oh, boy. All right. So here's the thing. Camping, uh, got to say, still not for me. All right. Got to be honest with you. Because everything that you described that is awesome about it, yep. I think you can get it done anyway. Okay. So I'll add some more points. Other one is where we were situated is we so had far, Sorry, cut you off. So far, what I've liked about it is the access to the beach Great. and not having schedule, but reading books yep. and all those things. Yep. I can get that done. Uh, at a beach house. Uh, that's true. But you don't have children. So this is the one time, this is the one time parents get to actually have a break. I agree. If you're a single person and you go camping, or maybe if you're a couple and you love and you love the nature and you like the outdoors. Oh, sorry. I should preface this. If you're a nature person, fuck yeah. Totally oh, get of it. course. No, 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 no. Totally get it. Totally get it. I'm just talking as a person who lives in the city, who's very urban. Yeah. This is where my You are urban. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that the right word? No, it's, I think it's okay. Is that the right word? Yeah, urban? Am I, you are urban. As in, I like, I like, I'm comforted well, you like, by you like R and B. Big fan of Big fan of Usher. <laughs> All right, so, so yeah, as someone who's not a big, I, I like outdoors as in I like parks and I love, you know, beach and yeah. I love. Yeah, what about the bush? You like when you go for a bushwalk? Do you like going for a bushwalk? I can't say I've been for many. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I've done, me and Sammy Shaw and Ivan, we did like some bushwalking when we went uh, in Marysville. Like, I like those things, yeah. but I like having a, 
you know, hotel to go back to or, or yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? Comfort. But it, I mean, that's the thing. So there, there is a level, like, you know, like, and that's the thing. Like this time, we were a bit more prepared than we were last time. Mm. So we got a new tent. Uh, like we got discounts. a new new mattress. Uh, new stove, um, two tables, a gazebo. Like we got a lot more stuff than we had last time. Mm. So it makes a big difference. Makes more couple. But then you see other people who this time got a trailer, and they're able to bring you know like a you know um, uh, what else they were able to bring. They'll bring out uh, more lights. Someone brought their barbecue. Like it's crazy. Like they bring all their creature comforts from home and pretty set up a little mini home. But you're in the middle of a beautiful campsite mm-hmm. with a beach. But the other one as well is as a parent, you can actually have a break. Because the kids end up playing with each other. Mm. So, and, and then sometimes you've got other parents looking after your kids as well. So be like, hey, so-and-so, they're going over to their campsite. Are oh, you looking after them? Oh, you're going to take them to the beach. And then before you know it, you've had like an hour to yourself on a holiday. Now, when your kids are four and seven or four and six, it never happens. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. So, yeah. And, so and, then, and that's what we were saying as well. It's like also because you're not distracted by anything and everything, you actually spend more time doing stuff. Like, and even when we say doing stuff, it's like you know, weird stuff like, oh, we've got to fill up all the watering cans because we need water. But then the kids come along and then you do that. Like all the medial tasks that you would actually be taking for granted in a hotel because it's all done for, sure. you kind of had to do it as well. Sure. And as someone who's like learned in the last three years or so, there's a lot of fulfillment that comes when you – do the task yourself and yes. you get that. You know, I, I'll get on board with that as well. And I also think that it's nice that you're building these memories for your children who Bingo. Will then, um, you know, remember all these stories as they're growing up and it's a nice tradition to create for your family, for your tribe. And exactly, and how my friend Joe set it up, because there was like so many families, we created our own mini festival. Mm. So usually on a campground, you don't know anyone. But when you walk around and you know everyone – it was like we've created our own festival. Yeah, lovely. And that was probably the most amazing. You know, like I bumped into a mutual friend that, of you know Josh Earl. You know Josh Earls. So I was like, oh, his friend was there. Believe it or not, his name was Juan as well. <laughs> so, so it was like you know the fact that we know each other. And you know someone who knows someone, and it's just the vibe. And at the end, when all the kids are asleep, all the parents go gather around the bushfire. And the other one I'm going to say is if you go camping with friends or people. You have more meaningful conversations mm. because you've got more time. Mm. Like when you're sitting by the fire or someone's playing guitar or you just have a chat or you're at the beach and you're sitting next to each other. It is, a, you know, what's sure. usually a five-minute conversation at a pub mm. sits down and is a half-hour conversation about, you know, how someone's been struggling with something or you end up being able to be less guarded and whether you're in nature or not sure. to be able sure. to open it up. That and, does sound wonderful. And it's so funny because for someone who my partner's a bit of an introvert, you know, doesn't particularly like socialising as much, there's still the option that you can still say at your campsite, still hang out with a friend. Like, you've got the best of both worlds. Mm, and right, so right, so right. we've already booked for next year. Oh, okay. Same place? Uh, same place. And then we've also booked uh, for the year after. Yeah, nice one. So it's just that thing where it's like something I never really had is I'd like to have a couple of traditions. So even right. when the kids are like, you know, 10 or 12, and if my body can still hold up, to it um, that, you know, we can, you know, still go camping for the next, you know, five years because the kids love it. Again, generating memories. Yeah, man. I am big, big on that. So that that actually, that part of it sells, sells it to me. I obviously still <clears throat> freaks me out about the sub spiders and the bull ants and all that oh, shit. I hate that bit, especially when someone was telling me recently <laughs> that when they're on the beach and they're there playing sandcastles and then from the water, but even though they don't swim, uh, a tiger snake just all the way back up to the bushes. So and they like don't a... swim, but he's just having a little dip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dare by his mates. Is yeah, it? yeah, it's just hanging out. Kind of, hey, how are you going? Oh, you've gone from some rough stuff. Just yeah. snakes hanging out. Yeah. But the snake Suicidal part. Suicidal tiger snake. But, but also it's like one thing to get bitten, which is fucked. But the idea that a kid gets bitten, that's the thing where I just hate. 
I hate it the most. So it's like you have to keep giving your kids rules. Like, well, it's going to be memorable for one of the kids. Yeah. <laughs> remember the little brother bro- sister you had? <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh, fuck. Like, because then also, because you ha- you're not close to anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's that as well. Like, people forget in Australia, you know, like if you get bitten by something, A, you need to find out what the fuck it is. Mm. Like, you got to, like, it's so funny that if someone gets bitten, the anti venom, you need to know what You need to know. Otherwise, you're fucking doing tests and it might be too late. Yeah. And then, and then you've got to somehow suppress whatever the snake bite is. And then, you know, because like, there was a guy who got bitten on the balls not too long ago. <laughs> it was like it was in the news where he was sitting on a toilet and then it just shot up and then just grabbed one of his testicles. God damn it. <laughs> Which is so fucked. I can't. Because, because my, my, you, like, my balls have just jumped back inside itself right yeah, now. Yeah, like, can you imagine? Like my balls right out of ah. fear have just gone inside me and are like stuck at the back of my throat right now. Because because cause the toilet situation there is drop toilets, right? And so, but then they're so big and there's three of them. So you want to try and avoid the time because by the end. Of- I know you're talking and I know there's words coming out of your mouth, but I'm just still picturing a pair of dangling balls just, yeah. and a snake just going, yummy. Well, I thought about it every time I went to the toilet. Like, so what, what do you do? Do? Clutch your balls? Well, no, I just sort of like just, well, actually I did. I once Stop clutching the, it now. Yeah. You're doing it in front of me. <laughs> well, because all I can think about is like if you're doing a shit and then the snake has somehow got into the drop toilet and just goes, I need it. I need, I'm hungry, or this is my chance to, or get what out. Not, what a gr- ungrateful snake when he's got a nice <laughs> bit of food to chow down on. But just the two fangs just sinking into your testicle. And so, what happened to his ball? Uh, I think he's okay. I think the ball was safe because it was actually a rather small snake. But they're saying sometimes that the baby snakes are more crazy and more dangerous than a full, um, a full fledged. <laughs> A full-fledged snake. I know full-fledged. A full adult grown. And the reason being is is sometimes they uh, they when when a full uh, like a full adult size snake bites you, yeah. they control their venom. So sometimes they don't give it all because they want to save some. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 not for you, not for you. No, no, no. But a baby snake just freaks out, doesn't know how to control its venom, so it just gives you all its venom. Yeah, right. Oh, God. All right, so I'm back on the other side of the fence. Okay, you're back on the side. I don't want to go camping. All right, what, what were when you... Were there uh, single people at the camp? Yes. Did they bang? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. So I love my people. So this... But that's the thing, like, it's already... Some, some can say, when they know certain single people are coming, or in this case, divorced parents, it is a great time for divorced parents to pick up. Because it's kind of this thing where it's like, how often do two parents who are divorced ever have enough time to hang out together? Right. Well, I would Little- say ten sex would be really gross, right? I've never had it, but I'm assuming like it would be. You, you, aren't you well, kind of filthy for the whole week? Well, you are, but then that adds to the to the play. Oh, really? Oh, did you? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you have partitions in your nine bedroom tent. Well, that's the, you can't. Well, that's the thing. I, I, Credit to anyone who can do it. But I don't know how you could fuck with your kids in the tent because they can hear everything. They can hear you, you know. Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> Daddy just got bit on a tiger snake on his dick. Trying to get the venom out. And he's real. <laughs> oh, this is so rank. 
I'm just sorry. Even I'm disappointed. <laughs> Listeners were upset by that. Listen, listen I'm no, upset. But we're keeping it in. But you can't, we're keeping it in. But you can't, like, you just can't do it unless you, the kids are away. So there's, I, look, I, to be honest, I'd be surprised. There'd be less, there'd be less sexy time on a camp holiday between couples, especially with kids, because yeah, you're pretty well, much in the same. I mean, do you ever have sexy times as a couple with the kids? Well, of course you do when the kids are at grandpa and grandma's. <laughs> so, so, and the other one that I absolutely love is uh, that made me so addicted and hence the cold showers help. But waking up in the morning, no matter what time, because usually you wake up at six, because the sun, because the sun gets up, your tent heats up in about 30 seconds. Sure. Just getting out and just grabbing your towel and just going straight into the ocean. And again, mm, I get, I get it. Love that. Because I, that. I came across this, and you probably know this, but I, I'd heard about it, but I'm new to it, is the whole earthing slash grounding movement. No, it's new to me. Okay, so it's pretty much that, that you know, sort of that electricity. So you know how, like, in a, in a, a PowerPoint, you've got the earth cable, so yes. the earth. So they're saying that, you know, what ultimately, us humans, we're losing touch with the earth. So the idea is that if you can just walk bare feet on the ground for at least half a day, or half not, day. not half a day, <laughs> not half a day, half an hour, a day. it's really it's really good for your immune system that okay. you connect with the earth. Okay. And so, and that's what I was saying, a friend, like a friend of mine at the camp, was saying that he actually bought one of the mats, right, where you sort of plug it in so it's just the earth component and then so the electricity that comes from the earth, that comes from the PowerPoint, that goes onto the mat, will give you what you need if you were to then walk along the beach or walk along grass for half an hour. Oh, okay, right. I mean, it doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense to me, but I exactly. get it conceptually. I get it. Yes, exactly. And me, I feel like it borders on absolute pseudoscience, but maybe there is some – but, again, if it's making people feel hurting? better – was it hurting? Yeah, exactly. And that's what I was saying, stuff with the whole cold therapy stuff where, you know, you're just like, you know, do, it, you know, the science is out on whether how good it is for your who immune cares? system. But who better. cares? If it makes you feel better, then fucking do it. it as long as it doesn't better. harm you, you know. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Then there's nothing worse than you've got those well, things. Heroin makes people feel better. So, yeah, totally. But that doesn't mean that you should keep doing it because it obviously arms you Especially overall. Especially at the current prices. <laughs> really? Has it gone up? Should I buy stocks in heroin? <laughs> but I think that for me was just like I've just been on the earth Touching the sand, you know, you know, had the GoPro except it salt water got into it, so that fucked it up a bit. But um, but just yeah, just being in there into the ocean every day and starting it, which kind of is the same feeling I have having a cold shower outside. Mm. So mm. I just like that for me. So let's go camping, no, you and me. No, let's go to a beach house. <laughs> After all that, let's go. We'll get everything that he said. Let's get an outdoor shower. Like again, going back to South Africa, the the. The toilet was an outdoor shower. And as you're like, you know, you're literally facing the fucking South African jungle. And uh, it was amazing. Like, there's something really magical about being outdoors. Ah. Uh, This is like, sorry, this is the, in the camp as well. Sorry, in the show. But even before the show, the hotel we stay at, uh, one of the hotels, uh, the hotel I was staying at, the 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 shower is outdoors. So you're fucking showering and seeing giraffes and shit. See, that's sick. It's unbelievable. And that and it's so funny because I thought you said sick as if it's like a perversion, but you mean sick as in like <laughs> no. Like, I think it's 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 amazing. Like I don't have much of a view from my shower, but the fact just that, look down, baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't see me. No, actually, I'll leave that out. Um, oh, but, please uh, tell us. But no, no. But it's just this. Like, so well, question. The, yeah, go. Since on. you put it on the weight, can you see a dick? <laughs> <laughs> And the answer is yes, it is because it's very large. <laughs> no, no. Um, but the thing about what's been really interesting is I've been doing the cold showers, and you know who absolutely loves having them as well? 
The kids. Yeah. So now the kids are doing their own art cold hot therapy because what they do is before every bath, driving my partner insane. So like, daddy, daddy, cold shower, cold shower. And then they go in there and they, I turn on, it is freezing. And we've done it on the cold days in Melbourne. Absolutely. And, and then and they were like, do we do the exercises? So I've been doing my breathing exercise before where you sort of throw your arms around and well, do deep breathing. Why so, have we talked about this? We don't have time, but okay. Tell but us. it's like sort of the Wim Hof. So the thing where you throw your hands around, you do big breaths and then breathe out. So And you so just sort of you get circular. describe to the listeners what you're doing? So you're just you're throwing of, it. You, you, so it's almost like you are wiping a table, like <laughs> a big wide table. So you're getting like a wide berth as you're or, moving around. Or you know when you can throw your you let your arms go and you just throw them around like they've got no feeling. Okay, right. And then you sort of slap your back, and then so so my partner just right, comes right, out. Right. She's like, "Oh, she's gonna hang out the washing," and then she sees. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. It's like Ace Ventura, pet, uh, yes, part two when he gets shot by the dart and he's running through the jungle. Brilliant, also a brilliant scene. But yes, yeah, yeah. spot on. So yeah, it's exactly. that. So you just like throwing the arms around, and then they do their deep breathing, and then it's amazing because then, especially when Minka goes under, she counts. She goes one, two. Three, and she just try and stay and try and get to ten. And so then they get all cold and then they sit in the bath and it calms them down. Wim himself says to make sure you regulate your breathing when you're in the cold. So do not go into, like, the temptation is to go. <laughs> yeah. It's like just try to regulate yeah. the breathing. I mean, it's harder than some. And sometimes you'll go, like, <laughs> it just happens totally. like that. Totally. Yeah. But if you, if you get the pattern and you get the rhythm before you go in, it makes the cold shower, I think, more enjoyable. And then you don't sort of have that shock. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love Cold it. showers, baby. Get into it. All right. Well, um, that was predominantly about camping. And <laughs> I, um, I, I got to say, I, you know, I'm back and forth. Oh, look, uh, the, the aspect of it being with nature. What about this? We hire a beach house and then just put a tent outside. Love that. <laughs> love that. <laughs> because as soon as the snake shows up, I'm going into the beach house. You know, what's, you know what sucks that we can't travel? There is a place I'd love to take you to is I have a family friend who has a castle in France and then what they do is they do the glamping for the rich and it's a camp that they set up outside the castle and then you just stay there in like a five-star tent. And I was supposed to go there this year. When yeah, the border's but, uh, open, let's go. Let's just go to another one just in Victoria in the beach. I haven't been to the beach all since lockdown pretty much. Well, when was the last time I did it? Well, this will be really interesting. Uh, listeners, uh, if you've got a good campsite spot for Dylan and I to go to, we'd love to hear it. I would I love... Go no, no, no. With my tent, you'll have your own room. Yeah, but but the big part about camping is you got to go for a couple of days. You can't just go for one night because why the fuck would you set up that tent and then have to bring it down? True, again? true, true. That's why when so many people were there, people who just have swags, that was another one where, like, it, like you know, like you'd have people come in. They haven't booked a site. But, like, this one's empty at 8.30 and you just fucking roll out the swag, sleep in that. Leave the leave the front of it open. Snake comes in, spoon it, fucking dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, uh, I think I'm just gonna pass. So, any any good recommendations for beach houses? Yes, there you go. <laughs> uh, go beach houses and uh, and camp spots. But uh, we'd love a, we'd love a good beach house. Fuck, I, I, I want to go back to Monk's Creek. Anyway, camping. All right. Well, let us know how your holiday was. Um, yeah. Um, you know, what did you did you go camping? Do you? I, you know, oh. I don't worry about your holiday. Tell me about your fucking. What do you think about camping? Is yeah. What about camping? And also, for any of you, I'd love to hear anyone who had to da do the dash what? back. Oh, yeah. So when the borders closed, and this is my favorite story. A friend of mine was in Marimbula, 
and New South Wales, they were all watching it on the campsite when the phone when the phone went, they were watching going, you've got to make it back to the border. They packed the car, raced back there, had to wait in line for six hours until they crossed, then had to be quarantined until they got the test. But the people who then missed it um, then had to then, when the border was closed, then stay in New South Wales. And if you are one of them, hopefully you'll get back soon. But then a friend of mine told me this story. There was one dad... They were all looking at it, going announcement, and he said, all the campsites set up, they've been there for three days, and he goes, kids in the car. And they're like, kids in the car now. Just got in the car and drove off. Left everything there. Just at the thought of being at the border for, with two small kids for like six to eight hours, they're like, no, nah, and they just gunned it. it was like, it's like a bushfire. Mm-hmm. When the ranger comes in and goes, you've got to go now, you leave everything. In this instant, they were like, left everything. Ten, esky, everything. Second child. Second child. <laughs> Imagine you're like, hey guys, home alone, <laughs> down under. Oh my god, I think we've come across a great movie. T- That's a great idea for a movie. All right, well, hopefully one of our listeners won't steal it. <sighs> All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, let us know your favorite holiday spots. Uh, Dill, where can they find you at the moment? Dillj.com is probably where all the information you need, but also I have some tour dates to announce. I'll be in Tasmania uh, next uh, Thursday, the 20th, as well as uh, that was in Hobart. Uh, first, show, first social sold out, and they might be acting a 6 p.m. show. Launceston, two shows, uh, one at 8 p.m., one at 6 p.m., because nice. 8 p.m. sold out as well. That's Friday the 21st, so it's um, Thursday 20th, and in Hobart, Friday 21st in Ta- Launceston. And then also Adelaide, uh, Fringe, me and Dave Thornton are doing a split ah. film, uh, and we are also performing at the Geelong Performing Arts Centre at Ooh. some point. Please go to derekjay.com for all the details. Oh, that sounds good. I have... Keep an eye out for Melbourne Dates. Melbourne Yay. Dates. I have nothing to plug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should say as well, my other podcast, Mad Stacks with Ed Cavalli. Check that out. We've gone Check that out. Again, nothing except Patreon. Patreon, ladies and gentlemen, at five bucks a month. Uh, please join it. Uh, our, our membership keeps increasing. And thank you for your support. Uh, we'll see you next week, guys. <laughs>